This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, Oscar. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey, you're, damn it, Jeff. What, I just I saw your time? your Skype uh, <laughs> your Skype profile picture. Oh, I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, well, I won't spoil it because that's our next episode. Um, <laughs> but I only see I only see letters. What the hell? <laughs> Let's just say I'm a god of the shape of a deer. Um, <laughs> today we're talking about Hellboy. Hey, Hellboy. Hellboy came out in 2004, starring Ron Perlman, John Hurt, Selma Blair, and others. Got directed hurt. by Guillermo del Toro. Written by Guillermo del Toro. And that's it. <laughs> Nobody else is in this movie. That's right. Well, I said and others. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to bring. Did we all see this together? I'm, I want to say we did. I know we kind of talked about this the other night. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I know I saw this in the theater, and I'm pretty sure it was like an after work. Yeah, because uh, yeah, um, I, I remember coworkers being there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it was fun. I mean, at the time, I enjoyed it a lot. The second viewing at this time wasn't as enjoyable, but it's still good. Um, this is the one thing I was thinking. This is kind of like, in my opinion, kind of the dark era of comic book movies. Like, we can't, you know, they had X2 and, or X-Men and Spider-Man. And then all of a sudden we had a bunch of them. And this one was a good one, but we started getting a bunch of crap. Because, like, I remember by the time Iron Man came out, like, I didn't want to watch comic book movies anymore. Because they were a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. So, is... <laughs> remember when uh, Ultraviolet was trying to get marketed as a comic book movie, no. or or as a movie, or as a movie, as <laughs> yeah, cinema? Yeah, they changed the whole cinema. opening intro to uh, Ultraviolet to a bunch of like old timey like sixty style cartoons as Ultraviolet to make it seems like it was a comic book back in the day, but it wasn't. It was just a marketing thing. Yeah what, yeah, else, what else came out? Blade 2 was 2002. Which I like that one as well. I don't know. Yeah. darker. Awesome. Oh, that one's going on my list. I think, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of, like, Lord, uh, Lord, um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And there's other yeah. <laughs> That uh, movie. Yeah, I, I can see, Jeff. <laughs> I can see why you would want to watch comic book movies anymore yeah. after, <laughs> after that one. Yeah, there was a couple other where it was just kind of bland, and like maybe Blade Three. I don't know. There's other stuff where it was just kind of like, eh, yeah. But but then I saw Dark Knight, right? Uh, Dark Knight, just Dark Knight, and that was really good. So then I was okay. Maybe I'll try this Iron Man, and then kind of. But then it was weird. Then I didn't watch Captain America or Thor. Thor. And everyone was talking about Avengers, so I saw that. And I was like, oh, this is cool. So then I went back and watched those. Anyway, we're random off topic here. So. Alex, this is yours? Yeah, I guess anything, it is. Anything yeah. special besides what my blabbering? Uh, no, I had no idea this was a comic book movie. And as soon as I saw the trailers and Ron Perlman and everything, 
I think a friend of the show, Daniel, said, dude, it totally is a comic book and it's really red and he let me borrow all his books and uh, yeah, got me into the comic book. Uh, I love the movie. So, and I recommend reading it. And uh, Shape of Water should be out hopefully soon on DVD, Blu-ray. Bit of a prequel. So, there you go. <laughs> All right. It, Scott, anything to add? Did you see... Sorry, real quick. Did you see that movie, Alex? No, I didn't see it. I don't think they're related. No, really? No. But that's Abe. I don't think that's Abe. I'm pretty sure... He eats eggs. I'm pretty sure it's not Abe. It, it looks like Abe. Her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I thought it was. What? What? Sorry, Jeff. What was the question? Well, just anything to add before we get into our lists. <laughs> um, just to add what you were saying about viewing it again. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. Uh, but this time around, it had a kind of a smaller feel to it, especially after seeing some of these these blockbuster superhero movies, uh, where it starts off pretty strong with with a lot of cool imagery, um, and but then it seems to not really go anywhere big until the final till the finale. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of I felt like a smaller scale. Yeah, which I'm kind of the smaller scale. I'm a little okay with because some of these movies are ridiculous. Like every single time, it's the end of the <laughs> end of the earth. So I like the smaller stuff. Well, but... well, technically, it was that for this one. I know that's the, that's the thing. But yeah, at least the yeah, city a no, city didn't get wrecked in the process. Yeah, so. nobody knew about it. It was just ooh. yeah. All right, well, lead us off, Alex. So we're gonna do our top seven things we want to talk about. So Alex, what's number seven? Number seven is if you're out somewhere strange and there's a bunch of spooky stuff going around. Always Called ca- Ghostbusters? No. Always carry a candy bar because you never know when uh, you might make a friend out of a monster. Yeah, candy, Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm. What was what was it in this movie? Baby Ruth, right? Yeah. yeah I think they were Baby Ruths. Just like with Sloth and Goonies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, always always carry a candy bar. I mean, it's cliche now, but it's it even worked with Predator. Want some candy? <laughs> Want some candy? <laughs> yeah. Safety tip out there for all you kids. And <laughs> all right, uh, I'll go next and just kind of follow up what we got. I uh, the negative I do have on this. This one it felt a little boring and slow for me. Um, and maybe once again, that's the Marvel factor where Mar- there's so much going on in these and with all the wisecracking jokes where this one just felt a little, it's a little, I had a heart, took me two watching, two sittings <laughs> I fell asleep through the first time. So well, I got to get, I got to dock it. If I fall asleep through movie, uh, I got to dock at some point. So it looks great. And I have more to say about that later, but as far as the flow eh, it dragged on a little bit. So that's my number seven, Scott. Uh, my number seven is the corpse guide. Uh, just <laughs> the whole concept and the fact that uh, it goes back to kind of Del Toro's roots, uh, where there's a lot of CGI in the middle of the movie and toward the end, uh, mm-hmm. when when his real wheelhouse is like the the puppets and the animatronics and things like that. So the the corpse guide in the in Rasputin's cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was funny. It was weird. Um, it was some some great puppetry, and just this kind of angry. I guess he was supposed to be Russian. I'm, I'm not sure. Like puppet, just like kind of pointing the way as he hangs out on his back, like tied to him. Uh, 
It was like just, a C-3PO. Yeah. It was just a, a cool gag. It was. I, I completely forgot about that. There's a lot of this movie I forgot about since it's been 10 plus years since I've seen it. But yeah, it was yeah. funny. Yep. All right. Uh, Alex, number six. Uh, my number six is Samael. When he first appears and everything, he's all just gnawing on some bones and Hellboy casually like walks up to him. Which, just the creature design is so cool. And he's got those claws that kind of retract into his forearms and he can like flex them out and stuff. And that leads into a big chase. Yeah, that whole creature was cool. Plus, I mean, when <laughs> whenever you kill one, two pop up mm-hmm. in its place like a Hydra. But that's bad news. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, I had a little more to say about those guys in a little bit. Um, mm. My number six. A little bit. <laughs> is not a negative. I have to say is I thought the villain, it's like the, the main dude guy. He just bugged me. <laughs> just, I just, uh, Rasputin? Yeah, or whatever. The guy, the guy who was like, I don't remember anybody's name. The guy with the beard who like, did he? he turned into the big monster at the end. Okay. Rasputin. Rasputin. Yeah, he's Don't you wish you could, like, choke and shoot and stab and drown that guy? And poison. And poison. <laughs> I don't get it. That's, that's what happened to the real Rasputin. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking... <laughs> you know what I was thinking? It was Destiny. <laughs> Rasputin's always popping up in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that fucking war mind. We always yeah. gotta protect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's where my mind's at. And then mm-hmm. him turning into a big tentacle monster. I am tired of tentacles in movies. Stop it. Come up with something new. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't watch any more anime then. <laughs> oh, God. Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah. It's everything. Come up with something different, people. I think at the time. It was okay. It wasn't like saturated. The market wasn't oversaturated by squid tentacle monster things. I don't know. The Plus, Matrix it was a already had yeah. their tentacles out. A, a Cthulhu, th- Cthulhu thing. So, what what was was the hentai manga on uh, Archer? Like the fisherman's wife or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was something like that. Just like, the fisherman's, yeah, the fisherman's daughter or something like that. There, there was like one episode where everybody at like some point is reading it. Anyway. So, bad villain, and I hate tentacles. Tentacle monsters. The worst. Oh, testicle monsters. That would be interesting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Scott, number six. Okay. Uh, my number six is one of the uh, visual themes throughout the movie. And this is, you know, one of the places where Detour really shines. But out of all the clockwork stuff that was going on throughout the movie. Oh, so cool. Um, especially at the end, uh, you know, the, like clockwork villain, which we'll, I'll get to a little bit, but, uh, yeah, just all the clockwork stuff was awesome. And, mm-hmm. you know, Even we had or- oranges that were clockwork. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember this. <laughs> it's a real eye opener. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Deleted scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deleted scenes. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, just all the, the clockwork motif, uh, especially toward the end of the movie. Uh, good, good way to... Eye-opener. 
have like a kind of mystical, like uh, okay. not like, mystical technology to keep all that stuff running. Where they never really explain it, but it just looks cool. Yeah, uh, and it's practical effects. You know, just have these big gears going on in the background. Yeah, it's, I just bit, dug it. A bit Tesla, a bit uh, steampunky. Yeah, yeah. Isn't the um, second one have a lot more of that too? If I remember correctly, clockwork stuff. Um, at the not really until the very end, like the final set piece, yeah, has a bunch of gears. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of that. Okay, it's like Marcus Phoenix. Nice. No. Oh. Nice. <laughs> oh, Coltrane. <laughs> All right, Alex, number five. My number five is just this: the Samaritan, Hellboy's handgun. It's so cool. I've actually. Uh, a guy at work way back when, when the movie, well, it was still a few years old by now, but he had, like, a toy replica that was kind of working. You can cock it and everything. I got to play around with it. It's so badass. It's gigantic. He's yeah. a literal hand cannon. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that Hellboy uses, like, different uh, ammo and stuff on it, that's also a plus in my book. Yeah. Did any of you guys have that on your list when we did the top five? pistols i want to say i did yeah i did yeah, i, I want to okay. say i had it on my list too all right. samaritan <laughs> all right uh my number five excuse me is this movie just looks great i mean i know that's del toro's thing but i just remember i mean this is one of the first movies of his that i saw uh, probably after blade 2 but uh it just looks great there's so many even if i was bored it, it looked like every almost every scene could be a snapshot Every every frame, you know, you mm-hmm. can hang on your wall. Yeah. Um, so I just got to give it up for that. Guy is visually talented. Yep. All right, Scott, number five. Uh, my opener, that guy. <laughs> my number five. I was crapping my pants. <laughs> my number five uh-huh. <laughs> is uh, Doug Jones slash David Hyde Pierce as Abe. Uh, Shape of Water. I really, really dug what, uh, so, Doug, huh? so Doug Jones is the guy in the, the costume, mm-hmm. emoting throughout the whole movie, and then David Hyde Pierce did the so voice. Yeah. Um, I mean, the voice fit perfectly, but yeah, Doug, Doug Jones is, is awesome in these, in he, he does this a lot for Del Toro, uh, but in the, in these puppets, or these puppets in these costumes, um, but yeah, just the way he moved around, uh, it, it just like, it played out so well. I thought uh, it never was like goofy or, you know, it, it aged well. Um, I'm, I know it's only been, what, I guess 14 years is a long time. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, 14 yeah. years later, it still looks just as good. Yeah. Um, and it looks great to begin with. And then, it always looks uh, moist. Yeah, then uh, just a little cool side story on that, that uh, David Hyde Pierce actually doesn't have a credit in the movie. Um, because after it was done filming, he saw, like, all the work Doug Jones did. And he basically said, like, no, that he was the one that did all the work, so go ahead and take my name off of it. Wow. And then the second movie, it was Doug Jones doing the voice and the, the acting. But, oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, in the first one, yeah, David I. Pierce was like, no, nah, he he did the real work, so <laughs> that's kind of cool. So, so they changed voices between movies? Yes. So before, it was two different guys, and then the second one, it's just the same guy. I gotta tell you, I didn't notice. I should watch Hellboy 2 again now. See if I can notice, but I don't think I will. 
Yeah. Fun yeah. fact about Hellboy 2, it's the only movie I've seen in the movie theater where a fire alarm went off and I had to like leave and then come back 20 minutes later. Why'd you set it off, Jeff? Yeah. Reasons. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex, number four. My number four is I actually like Myers' character in this movie. It was strange because Myers is the new guy to the uh, BPD, and uh, he's supposed to be, you know, the guy that represents the audience in the movie. And usually that type of character kind of annoys me. Sometimes it's necessary for the plot or, or you know, whatever. But in this case... He's one of the one of the few cases that, for me, I really liked his uh, his charm. He really came off as personable, and uh, I didn't mind it. It's pretty good. So, so having seen the the second movie, I kind of oh. something kind of irks me about the second movie is that yeah, me too. Is that they in the first movie they kind of set it up at the end where he's like, okay, he is a bureaucrat and he is kind of a hard ass, but at the end of the day, he's still a good, he's kind of a good guy. And they just throw that all, all out the window in the second movie. Yeah, like Hellboy got him transferred to some place in Antarctica or something. And now um, Jeffrey Sambor is like the head of the BPD. It's like, uh, okay. Oh, wait, I thought you were talking about Tambor all along. <laughs> no. Forgot his name. All right. Yeah, it is weird that they wrote out that guy for the second movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tambor's character does also... <laughs> Because in the second movie, he's actually more understanding and he's trying to work with everybody, but they still treat him like shit, like he's a heel. And it's like, no, his character changed. Why is he You treating yeah. him like he's an asshole? Oh, you guys are jerks. Pretty much. But yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought he was whatever. Like, meh. He, he, did his, he served his purpose in the movie. Yeah, he uh, slept. What's her face? Yeah. Well, here we go. Number four. Speaking of, I love the I love John Hurt's character in this. I love John Hurt in general, but mm-hmm. um, Hurt, awesome in this. <laughs> Gotta hurt. Hurt. I don't know anybody's <laughs> name in this movie, by the way, except for Broom. Oh boy. <laughs> John Hurt. What is it? John- Broom. Broom. Yeah. It's just his voiceover at the beginning. Just ah, oh, he's so good. Not again. He should have said that. But <laughs> Not again. <laughs> <laughs> hello my honey hello my darling check please um, yeah and his death scene was kind of I guess the villain was kind of good in that scene I gave him a little bit of credit for that it was a good quick death because he respected him and all that but yeah there it is John Hurt gotta hurt Scott number four um, number four is also John Hurt uh, right. Basically, every talk, everything you talked about, just a great actor. Um, just like the <laughs> the old wizard role. <laughs> yeah. The warm, knowledgeable, guiding hand, and then something happens. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. He's in Harry Potter. He's the, the wand guy. I don't remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember. And that's it. Just like at the very beginning of the first one, and that's. Well, no, he shows up. I thought he showed oh. up at the end. Yeah, I thought he was in all all of the movies. Oh, I just remember him giving Harry Potter his wand in, at the beginning of the first one. But whatever, I've seen this movie once a long time ago, so I don't remember. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. uh, Alex, number three. My number three is just in general the creature design, practical effects, of course, Skiomo del Toro. 
just amazing. That glove that Rasputin's wearing at the beginning with all the light bulbs and everything just looks awesome. All the makeup on um, Ron Perlman is, of course, astonishing. It looks He looks just natural in that. So, yeah, pretty much just everything. Just the look and the feel and, yeah, the skeleton puppet, all the gears. There it is, number three. Well, mine's fun, but that I thought the creature costume specifically for I didn't know the name of the creature you said, but basically the the guy that oh, keeps Samael. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I, I didn't. I'm gonna ask. This, it was not CG, right? That was these were dudes. I think it was partly CG, but there was a dude in a suit. Yeah, you could yeah. definitely tell. Yeah, it was a it was a combination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure his mouth and stuff was probably CG, but his the movements and everything about it, and it looked really good. It, yeah, it, he, he implanted good. eggs inside of Hellboy's arm. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. That's fine. But just the fact that it was practical, <laughs> well, that's mostly fine. practical. <laughs> that's fine. I, eggs really in the arm, that's fine. Me. It just, it looked good. Like, seeing a real yeah. Ron Perlman and a real thing fighting, they're just like, you don't see that that much. And I just thought that was really awesome. Mm-hmm. So, kudos, Guillermo. I was crapping my pants. <laughs> Sorry, you guys mm-hmm. got to watch the 100 Scariest Movie Moments on Bravo. And he was talking about the first time he saw The Thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> crapping my pants. Del Toro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, so scared I was crapping my pants. <laughs> Makes me laugh. All right, uh, Scott, number three. Okay. Uh, number three is the <laughs> I can't remember his name, uh, but the the clockwork Nazi guy. <laughs> uh, he's my number two. Uh, just yeah, he, he never he never talks. Um, I, I always like this kind of villain though, the, the henchman, um, where he's just there to be menacing, and he does cool shit, but he like he actually has to be like wound up, and all like all the weird shit with the sand and. Uh, it's just like a, an interesting concept, and it really played well on the on yeah. the screen. That's uh, so cool. So yeah, one of the one of the more interesting villains, and in, uh, certainly in that period of comic book movies, at least uh, one of the mini bosses, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was freaky. Is that the same? Is that the one that he's dissecting too, or no? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut yeah, he's <laughs> just. <laughs> he just raises up. Oh, so creepy. Yeah. All right, Alex, number two. And number two is the same Nazi clockwork assassin. All right. I just like to add that he gets killed by the very thing that's keeping him alive. Gears. Mm. Uh-huh. Think about it. I'd rather not. So my number two <laughs> is, this is one, like I said, the whole movie looked great, but there was this the one scene I just set out, I was like, oh, I did pause it, is when they're going, they're in Russia, and it's when he's getting the skeleton court, the corpse, doc, whatever, and this snow, it was just snowing so much, and then the red of him, it just like so great, like I, I gotta find like, hopefully it's like a HD pick out there, and make it my desktop for a little while. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, but it was just like so much snow, and it just, it just looked awesome. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, that's my number two. Uh, Scott? Uh, my number two is the intro to Section 51. So when uh, Brian, 
Everyone can't say no. But he, he first goes up to the waste treatment plant, and then uh, the guy at the front's like, you're late. Like, watch your hands and elbows. He says, what? And he goes down the elevator. And then it turns into kind of a like a cooler-looking Men in Black uh, with more practical effects. Um, mm-hmm. they, you, there's just a little, like, museum hallway. And then you get into the, the big study, um, which is a super cool set piece. It's like an old-school library. Yeah. But half of it's Abe's tank. And there, there's other cool stuff going around. And there's, like, a lot of red in there, too. Um, and then he keeps on walking down... Uh, to to get to uh, Hellboy's room, but that that whole sequence I thought was rad. Uh, just very comic booky feel, just kind of other world, uh, like uh, you know, outside is just this kind of uh, bleak, ordinary. Um, I, I, they're supposed to be in the Northeast. I don't think they ever say, do they? I assume so. Yeah. yeah do, just somewhere where it's just like kind of boring, and then all of a sudden he's in this like this whole different world. And that was a really cool transition. Yeah. The only entrance to a layer better is intro to Get Smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Would you mm-hmm. believe? <laughs> all right, Alex, number one. My number one is just the perfect casting of Ron Perlman as Hellboy, which, of course, Ron Perlman, his face and look was the inspiration for the artist when he drew Hellboy in the comic books. So, yeah. So, he was a model for Hellboy in the comic books, and when they were going to do the movie, they're like, if we can't get Ron Perlman, I don't think we can do this movie. So, thankfully, he did, and it turned out fantastic. It's just great. I mean, you know Ron Perlman's age. He was like, what, in his 50s, 60s when he did this movie? No way. He was like you, late 40s, early 50s. Really? Double check this. Yeah. But uh, Hellboy is supposed to be like half that age. Maybe his late teens to early 20s and stuff. They're guessing he's, like his age. And he just acts. eight now. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, 14 years ago. So, 50, yeah. 50s. 50s. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hellboy is supposed to be about late teens, early 20s. And Perlman just acts perfectly. Like, brings it back at that age, pulling, like, stupid pranks, sealing the the beer with his tail and everything, trying to undermine Meyer because, you know, he's trying to, you're not my dad, you know, type of thing. He's got, he's got the pipes, too. Yeah. War. War never changes. That's right. So, yeah, very, very charming under all that makeup and everything. Just so badass. At the same time. Yeah, I agree. It's my number one, too. Ron Perlman. Perfect casting as Hellboy. I mean, even I didn't know anything about Hellboy other than, like, I think what you guys told me at work about him. That, that was a comic book and stuff. But it just, it worked on him. Like, I had only seen him in a couple of the things. Like, I was trying to look it up right now. I think the only thing I saw him in before this was Alien 4. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, what else would he... He has a lot of stuff here, but... Yeah. Enemy at the Gates, you didn't see him in that? I might have, but... Ah, whatever. It just... It worked really well. Or Blade mm-hmm. 2, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. A- everything you said. So, that's my number one as well. Scott. Uh, Ron Perlman. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everything you guys just said, uh, it was it was cool. 
um, getting to see him, like, as you said, Jeff, just kind of a typical, uh, like, character, side actor to get the starring role in this movie. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Well, Alien Resurrection was 97, so yeah, that was the first thing I saw. Uh, was it Blade 2? Yeah. Shares. He was in Fantastic Four, the TV series. Holy shit. <laughs> Guess who he played? Uh... Either the thing or Victor Von Doom. No. <laughs> yeah, Sue Storm. No. <laughs> he played three characters accordingly. Well, well one the wizard. Okay. All right. And then the other one is Hulk. The other one is Bruce Banner. So I don't know what the Hulk <laughs> was doing in Fantastic Four, but I don't know who the wizard is. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see him playing the Hulk. Yeah. Did, uh, did anybody... Anybody? Did either of you ever mm-hmm. see City of Lost Children? No. Oh, I still have to watch that. I've seen the beginning of it. It's it's worth a watch. So yeah. it was uh, Jean Pierre Junot, the guy that directed Amelie. Uh, but this was like ten years before Amelie. Uh, this weird mm-hmm. kind of like dystopian world where <laughs> Ron Perlman played a guy that had to speak some French, but <laughs> clearly can't actually speak French. Anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Well, he was an ice pirate. Yeah. The... <laughs> That's the first he... thing I've seen him in then. <laughs> he was in the, the Beauty and the Beast TV show in the, oh, no, that's the, the late 80s that, yeah. that ran until 1990. That was penned by none other than George R. R. Martin. Yeah, there you are. The uh, no, Ice Pirates came before that, Alex, so no, that was the first Oh, okay. Song. Well, there you go, Ice Pirates. And then he was a thug in... Fall guy. Oh, he was one of the Neanderthals in Quest for Fire. That was before Ice Pirates. You guys don't remember Quest for Fire? Yeah, no, but no, I, saw, I, I saw that after Ice Pirates. Ray Dong Chong's in it. Mm-hmm. He played Clayface in the Batman animated series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's done a lot of voice work. Like I said, he's got the pipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got the pipe. <laughs> I thought you were talking about his arms. No, no. <laughs> Ignore me. All right. Um, well, I forgot what we do next. We rank it? Yeah, yeah we rank it. Yeah, <laughs> we rank yeah. It. yeah, what the hell? Let's rank it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, so we rank this on a scale of one to seven, one being a complete turd, seven being a perfect movie. So, Alex, what do you got? Uh, because of the art style and everything... And all of Guillermo del Toro's like creature designs and puppeteering work, I'm gonna still give this one a six. I still really enjoy it. Okay, I had a hard time with this, and and I cheated, and so now I have to actually make a decision right now. And I had to give it a four just because I did I did not enjoy watching it this time. It looked great, but I don't see myself watching this again for a while. I still like it. I just. I can't put it up with some of the other fives I've given, so I have to give it a five. Four. Sorry, oh boy. Scott. Uh, I've got to give it a five. Uh, okay. It, like Alex was saying, like visually, it's great. As far as comic book movies go, it's it's different. Um, and it's not, the only reason it's not higher is because I, I like the second one so much more. So... Really? See, I remember liking yeah. the first one more, but I haven't seen the second one just as long. So, I mean, there there, there, yeah. are, there are problems I have with the second movie as well, but 
there, there's some just fucking amazing stuff on the second. Agreed. But, yeah, I like number one better. For story reasons. Yep. Story. Mm-hmm. Story. Story about that bitch. All right. So now we're a crossover <laughs> topic. What's our crossover, yes. Alex? Um, special limbs. People or characters that have just special cool limbs. Just like Hellboy's big stone hand that was actually a key. A special, special limbs. Special so limbs. That, that, when I watched that, that kind of reminded me of, you guys all watched Defenders, right? Yes. Nope. It was like, uh, well, Iron Fist pretty much had to do the same thing in that movie. Yeah, I count Iron Fist. But what I'm saying, like, he was the key to opening up some dragon door or something. Oh, yeah. Iron Fist. He had the Iron Fist. Yeah. Yeah, so when I watched like, oh, this was in Defenders. But Hellboy did it. I think, I think I was so annoyed. <laughs> I would think so. I, I was so annoyed with the whole premise of getting, spoilers, of getting Danny Rand, like, tricking him into punching through the wall. When it could not have been any more fucking obvious that that's what they wanted him to do, and he still fucking does it. Yeah. I, did, I never oh, stopped to think, like, oh, yeah. It's Danny Rand. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go. I had a tough time with this list. I came up with a bunch. Not necessarily cool, but just stuff I wanted to mention, and so I had a hard <laughs> time willing it down. But yeah. Alex, go ahead. Uh, my number one, this was one of the... Uh, you number five? As weird, five. sorry. Yeah. As weird as the uh, the source material is, which is really cool, the movie kind of fell flat, of course. But this lady in Aeon Flux, the movie that had like monkey hands for feet, okay, that really stood out. I barely remember that thing. Yeah, me either. Me too. <laughs> Stick to the cartoon, folks. But yeah, that lady. I don't is, know that I can sit through the cartoon again. It's just so fucking bizarre. No, I just go watch the cartoon again. Yeah. But yeah, monkey hands for feet. Weird. <laughs> Stood out. All right. Um, I obviously, I don't know what that is. Uh, my number five <laughs> is. I gotta have Star Wars on here, so I gotta put Luke's hand. That's yeah. it. Nothing special about it, but. He's got a robot hand. It's the first time I ever saw a robot hand, so therefore gotta, it goes on my list. Gotta have the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And you know what? I, this is more, uh, it's not in the movies, but it's in the books. I don't know if you remember in the Thrawn trilogy where nope. he's locked in a room and he needs he has to power up the door and he ends up taking his hand apart and pulling the batteries out so he can hotwire the... Oh, that was so cool. Nice. Yeah. Luke, Luke Giver. And then he left the battery behind because he got out of there too quick. And then Lando stumbled upon it and he saw that it was a uh, a battery made by a biological company. So he was like, oh, this is probably for someone who has a robot hand. Oh, I bet it was Luke. And Lando was right. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. All right, Scott, number five. Yeah, my number five is uh, Kick Puncher. <laughs> so... If anybody's ever watched uh, Community, there's this uh, running joke about this this series of movies called Kick Puncher, about this guy who basically becomes like a cyborg, and he has like one like cybernetic arm, um, and the the reason it's called Kick Puncher is because his punches have the powers of kicks, and that's basically the whole joke. <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious when you actually see it in play. Yeah, 
So kick puncher. His punches have the power of kicks. There it is. Kick puncher. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it works. <laughs> All right. Alex, number four. My number four is a classic NES character that survived almost to this day. The Blue Bomber himself, Mega Man. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty wow. solid. Pow. Yeah, I was trying to think of video game ones and I couldn't. Nice. Gets his gets his enemies, his enemies' powers whenever he defeats him. There's, Badass. There's a roughly like, I don't know, fifteen percent chance that at any given moment I've got Mega Man Two music running through my head. Yeah, <laughs> that's a solid bet. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, and I 100% well, believe it. <laughs> hey, does Mega Man have a real name? Rock. Really? It's, uh, it's uh, Steve. <laughs> Steve. Steve Man. I'm serious. He doesn't have. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, with the in the U.S. cartoon series, his real name is Rock, but in Japan, he's called Rockman, and all the all the characters are kind of. Uh, rock and roll type of names and stuff but uh, so wait, i don't think but so still, but in japan his name is mega man but his no in japan, is... in japan his name is Rockman. oh okay and they, they had a cartoon in the u.s only oh okay and in that he was mega man but his real name was rock gotcha yeah <laughs> and his sister was like... roll I yep. know he's, my my superhero name is mega man but my normal name is Rockman. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four is I gotta go kind of old school classic here. This with Captain Hook. Uh, Any, yeah. Anyone who has a hook? Ah, dang it. That's pretty good. Number two. That's my number two. Is it okay? Tick tock. Yeah. So this classic Hook hand. So Luke was the first one who I saw with a robot hand, but Captain Hook was the first one I saw with something else as a hand. So, Captain Hook, we all know the crocodile. What was the crocodile's name? Did they have a name? I think it was just TikTok. Oh, because he swallowed a clock. Yeah. TikTok swallowed a clock. He's a what? What? Oh. This is a kid show, Alex. That's why we're talking about Captain Hook. Swallowed a clock. Yes. Anyways. I'm looking at some. Swallowing a clock? Yes. Oh. Be careful you don't type that wrong. Anyway. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of reference. <laughs> Captain Hook, nine number four. Scott. Okay, my number four is from something fairly recent. Uh, from Kingsman. Uh, oh, you son of a bitch. Gazelle. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they actually say her name in the movie, but it's uh, Sophie Botella, and she's got like the... Uh, Got new legs. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> the blades. Yeah, she's got she's got the blades. Um, I'm half light, not half light. Portal, like that's what I was thinking when I see her legs. Not not even the dude that actually ran that ran in the Olympics using those and then shot his girlfriend. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, just that they have the the blades that running through them so that she doesn't step on them, but she can still use them to like slice people's throats open and she does all these gymnastics and stuff and. Um, Sophie Patel is a badass, so yeah. it was awesome. So that's number four. Were they blades of steel? Blades of steel. 
right. You're right, Jeff. You need a second after that? No. Okay. Alex, number three. My number three is... I forgot his name, but the the main villain from Enter the Dragon. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. It's It was Han, and I know that because it's further Han. on my list. Yeah. <laughs> he switches his claws every once in a while. Oh, and, yeah. uh... Uh, whatchamacallit? Oh, never mind, I forgot. <laughs> you have dishonored my family and the Shaolin Temple. He sure did. Of extraordinary magnitude. <laughs> Man, you're out of a comic book. We've done that movie, right? If not, we should do it again. No, we haven't yeah. done it again. <laughs> I think we did Way of the Dragon. Yeah, oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> we should do Enter the Dragon. You must be um, like water. <laughs> All right. My number three is Cherry Darling from Planet Terror. God damn it. You guys are taking my list. <laughs> I knew that was going to be on Jeff's list. It's my number three, too. She's got machine gun leg, and it's awesome. Can she Can, can she bend, bend it, it, Jeff? <laughs> what? Can she bend it? <laughs> no, I don't think she could. But Got a machine gun leg. Wearing it. Got a machine gun leg. Can't bend it. Can't bend it. Uh, yeah, Planet Terror, part of Death Proof, uh, yep. played by uh, what's her face, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, girl to the news these days. Um, yeah, but she's awesome in that with her, her machine gun leg. I mean, I don't know how it fires, but whatever, it's cool. She uses it to jump. Yeah, right out of a video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rocket jump. Uh, yeah. All right, so Scott, that was yours as well. Yep, that's also my number three. Okay, well then, Alex, number two. Captain Hook. All right. Yeah. All right, my number two. I guarantee I'm stealing this from one of you guys. Don't say it. Ash. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I completely forgot about Ash. What? Are you serious? How could you? Alex. Alex. (laughs) I know. I'm a bad fanboy. You got the damn book of whatever it is, Mechacon, Necrorecomacon. The Lieben Ex Mortis. You shall never have the Necronomicon. You'll die before you get it. Yeah. So his chainsaw hand is awesome. Do I have to say more? Goddamn, I'm changing that to my number one. My number one (laughs) was Gazelle from Kingsman because she's so damn cool, but yeah, Ash. I thought I thought you picked this for that reason. Like I was like, oh, I know what Alex is number one. That was like the first one I came up with, Alex. Yeah. Damn it! I gotta watch those movies again. Right um, now. All right, Scott. Sorry for sorry for stealing it, but that's yeah. number two. Yeah. Sure well, th- this just means Alex picked a bag topic <laughs> for myself. Yeah. All right. What are we on? This is your number two. My number two is Han from End of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got the claw one at the end. I like how the, the claws in the end has like a little bit of fur on it though, for like no reason. Yeah, that's the one he digs in the chair when he. Misses. Yeah, but it has like yeah. just there for decoration. It's got the little piece. It's, of, a, it's a bear claw, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. He scores a couple of hits with it, and then he had a donut for a hand, and then uh, <laughs> bear claw. Yeah, in the Hall of Mirrors in the Hall of Mirrors, he had those that were just a bunch of Ginsu knives on a stump. But he had to scratch him so Bruce Lee could lick his own blood. Yeah. And then nod. Oh. <laughs> hey. 
right, Alex, what's your number one? You already said it, though, right? Yeah, Ash. Evil Dead. Used to, <laughs> used to be Gazelle <laughs> from Kingsman, but now it's Ash. All right, well, my number one. You guys have any guesses? Well, you already said... Uh, yeah, I right. thought it was going to be Rose McGowan. Well, you already said Luke. Yep. Is it also from Star Wars? No. Nope. Vader. It's, it's Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Okay. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> this list should have been so easy. We've only just begun. His wooden hand is the greatest thing of all time in any movie. And, What's and that made out of? It sticks out. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's that made out of? It would. Real sturdy. <laughs> oh. But when he's talking to him and it's sticking out like an extra foot from his arm, <laughs> he's hitting Adam Sandler in the chest. Oh, man. It's poking him. And then later on in the movie, he has it with the fingers missing and everything. Ah, chubs his hand. So Got yourself a stew. When, when Happy Gilmore gives him like the handshake, oh, it's the best. So Chubbs his hand. Scott, it's Ash, I'm assuming, number one. I'll change it up and say, instead of Ash's chainsaw hand, I'll go with this mechanical hand. Okay. From, from Army of Darkness. Oh, he crushes that cup. Groovy. Yep. Groovy. And that's the only the only scene where it actually has sound effects. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. Yeah. Groovy. Have you guys watched Ash vs. Evil Dead? I started because it's on Netflix now. I, I started, yeah. I think I watched like half of it. Yeah, I need to finish that. I saw that. I added it to my queue, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's fun. It's like the episodes are short. Uh, I like that the the stakes are kind of low because I, I love that it's all his fault again. Like, <laughs> 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 it's basically him being an idiot, but he's just like so good at killing deadites that like <laughs> that I'm assuming everything's going to work out. But uh, yeah, it's cool. All right, good list. Um... It's time for Neom News. No, it's time for feedback. Oh, I thought you said we didn't have feedback. It's time for feedback. And then, sp- and last, then, and then last, sports. Last <laughs> yeah, sports. Oh, it's time for... No, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Go for it. So we got a listener, Garth, who chimed in with his top five. All right. And his number five... <laughs> Let's see what the consensus is with the group here. But his number five is Sex Machine, Tom Savini's Crotch Cannon, and Dust Till Dawn. It's, it's, I thought about uh, that, but I didn't take yeah. it. Yeah. It's not actually on his dick. I mean, technically it's a limb. <laughs> Either way, it's a good, it's a good callback. Yeah. It's a good callback. Uh, we'll okay. allow it. And his name's Sex okay. Machine, so. And it's Tom Savini. Sex Machine. It's got a lot, it's got a lot going for it to be on any list, even if it's not necessarily <laughs> a limb. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah, another have, one. Well, hold real quick. So I have some honorable mentions, and if. I won't say it because he may have it, but if so, then if you allow me to have mine, then he can have his Tom Savini. Okay. Okay. His his number four, he has an excuse for this one, too, <laughs> is General Grievous's four arms. Technically, he says, technically, he isn't a robot because he has his original eyes and lungs. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy it. Yeah. All right. There it is. <laughs> well, what about that and the Ninja Turtles with Krang? Was that whole thing big extended of him? No. Because that oh, okay. was just like a it's big a special. That's like a whole body. Yeah. Oh, okay. Plus he had joysticks in there to control. But his hands, but his I've... but his hands did change though, like in this shit, right? I remember that correctly. Oh, that rope. Hmm. I thought they were just hands. I guess maybe. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen him. Obviously, if you count Grievous, you have to count 
that guy. Hey, what about that Godzilla toy when you'd shoot off his hand from his thing? Remember that? Mecha Godzilla? I not remember that Mecha Godzilla? No, that was a total robot. No, there was a toy. It was regular Godzilla, but for some reason his arm, would, <laughs> his hand would shoot off. Barbara? I think it's that was just make a Godzilla without with the sky still on. No, it was a toy. All right, I'll send you the picture. <laughs> Robert, Robert Smith. Continue on, Garth. Uh, his number three is Mr. Han from uh, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, of course. His number two is Ash's Chainsaw Hand. All right. And his number one is RoboCop's gun holster leg. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that. I can't, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I wish I had a leg that held stuff. <laughs> Besides beer, yeah. All right. No, no yeah. that's a good pull. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Garth. Yep. Thanks. All right. So my honorable mention that I wanted to bring up was uh, Doc Ock. Oh yeah, that counts. Well, that counts. Yeah. It's not yeah, yeah. His arms, but yeah, they're not. But, but they function as limbs, though. So yeah. 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 Okay. yeah I also had Jamie Lannister and Buster Bluth, but. Oh, Lannister. <laughs> oh, damn it. Mm. Hook. Hook my head. I might have to bump somebody, bump somebody for, for Jamie. But his is dumb. It doesn't help him. Any. It doesn't. Gold hand. But it is, <laughs> but it's so he, but it is in my favorite uh, Game of Thrones gif. They, they freeze a moment the first time he goes back to King's Landing. And I think it's Cersei that walks in and he waves with his, <laughs> with his new gold hand. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, Garth. Any others? Alex. Uh, Alex. Nope. Oh. oh, Garth is the only one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant honorable mentions. I'm like, no, I don't get it. <laughs> no. All right. It's time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. It's Winter Olympic season, folks. <laughs> get get to watching. It's that time of the year. <laughs> yeah. It's the season. It only comes yeah. to the seasons like uh, four years long. Yeah, I miss like in Game of Thrones where winters last years and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty exciting. Just saw the uh, opening ceremonies. I um, cool. missed it. Damn it, was working. Rebroadcast. I will be watching it later. I'm sure they'll be running it all night. Yeah. But yeah, pretty cool so far. Uh, some of the they ran, they did run some events before the opening ceremonies, like a bit of curling and some of the uh, training runs for the skeleton and the bobsled. Man, the skeletons are nuts. That's insane. You gotta have like something wrong in your head to do that. Yep. Jesus, you're just going down. Whoa! Going somebody, down somebody tuning up a guitar in the background. What's going on? <laughs> A uh, motorcycle just went driving by. Yeah, okay. mm. But yeah, Olympics, go watch it. All right, yeah, because I'm not really looking forward to this year. I'll still watch it, but for some reason this year, I think it's because the NHL pros aren't playing hockey, so I'm a little bummed. Yeah, we don't, we don't get that, that Canadian-U.S. rivalry. Uh, except by the time the people hear this, the Olympics are going to be over. So yeah, that's true. Probably. <laughs> So go USA, USA, USA. Hopefully peace in Korea st- stayed the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Side for DM news. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. So, uh, keeping this 
light this week. I uh, just want to talk about a couple of trailers and a uh, quick review. Um, so, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer debuted. Oh, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, at some point, <laughs> by the time again, by people, when people hear this, it'll have been a while. But uh, it's still relatively new here as of this recording. And yeah, it looks, it looks fun. Uh, the trailer, I, I, they did something interesting with it and I thought it was cool was like pretty much all the action in the trailer is Evangeline Lilly as the wasp doing stuff. And then it'll cut to like Paul Rudd doing Paul Rudd-esque things. Like <laughs> mugging or making some uh, snide remark or joke or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it'll switch back to Evangeline Lilly kicking ass. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I like the first Ant-Man. Uh, I like that the stakes were lower. Again, I know we 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 say that ad nauseum, but it's it's still kind of refreshing that the world isn't as world isn't at stake. Um, and I look forward to this. I uh, love Evangeline Lilly, and uh, Ooh. Po- I know Parod was was great in the first one, and Michael Douglas is back, so uh, I look Younger forward to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's that, uh, and then there's a. A Venom teaser trailer in Sony's Neck of the Woods. I had no idea this was coming. Yeah, starring Tom Hardy. Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, it's kind of I, I knew this was in the pipe, but I didn't know it was going to be this soon. So yeah, we're getting a a, a full Venom movie. Uh, from the trailer, it looked like it was going to be PG thirteen. I don't. I. I don't know. There was nothing in the trailer to suggest that it was going to be like a Deadpool esque hard R. Yeah. Um, well, here's hoping. So I mean, not that it necessarily has to be that to be good, but if you're going to make a movie about a villain, uh, it, yeah, might as well go for it. If I would say if they bring if Spider Man shows up in it, it won't make it R. If Spider Man's not mm, part of it, then maybe it will be. That's that's a good point. Yeah, uh, but it's got Tom Hardy. It's got Michelle Williams. I couldn't really tell in the trailer like who the villain was supposed to be exactly. Venom. Uh, Venom. Uh, whoa. <laughs> who? Okay. Who the antagonist is supposed to be? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Spider Man. Probably Spider. <laughs> There's that, and then uh, a quick review about a series that just came out on Netflix on February second, uh, based on the science fiction novel. Altered Carbon. So this is a, a, as I said, a new Netflix series. It is a hard R. (laughs) I'm only two episodes Mm -hmm. in. Uh, I I like it. Um, There is... uh, This this show puts Game of Thrones to shame. (laughs) When it comes to dung? When it comes to just about everything. Like, so far, they they haven't shown anybody, like, wiping jizz off somebody else's face. (laughs) As... As in Game of Thrones, but <laughs> that happened. They did, they did happen in Game of Thrones, but like there's there's like whole scenes where like there's guys like there's there's like a whole wall of glory holes and guys are using them. Luckily, you only see it from the guy's end and not the other side. But um, <laughs> so this was like a, a gay glory hole bar. <laughs> I had no idea. From the other side, it was more like whack a wall. On the other side, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, again, hard R, a lot of nudity, uh, but it, it's created a fairly cool world, I think, 
so far. They've established kind of a cool world. Uh, some cool With set Brad pieces. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it kind of picks up because it's been kind of light on the noir part of it, which was a, a one of the things I really enjoyed about the book. Um, as far as it's been more just kind of straight-up sci-fi set pieces and some action. Uh, but it's either way, I, I've been enjoying it, and I look forward to seeing this. All right. I started as well. I've only seen the first episode, but so far I like it. You got something to look forward to now, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jeff, you have no idea how much dogs in the second episode. <laughs> Can't wait. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's all I wanted to talk about this this recording. Uh, Alex, did you have anything you wanted to chime in about? Mm, oh, yeah. Microsoft is looking to make some big plays. They might have already bought like a, a big-name studio by the time this airs. Oh, my. But, yeah, I just read that they're... There's rumors that they they're gonna do something big in the gaming scene, and it's I don't think they'll they'll uh, buy Steam, but that's one of the companies that they're rumored to be buying. Hmm. Just Valve, Valve, and Steam. I feel like Valve doesn't actually make anything anymore. They just like no, it's yeah, it's, it's where it's where like like veteran game people go to like dick around for the rest of their careers. Mm-hmm. And cash paychecks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder, like, who, who they could buy out. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, there it is. Yeah. They they kind of. I don't know if they need to do it, but uh, you know, I. If if you're a video game nerd, as at least Alex and I are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we kind of follow the stuff, and there's always like the fanboys that are, like, rooting for one system over another, which is just idiotic. It's just a matter of, you know, it's the games themselves. Like, do you like the game or not? It doesn't really matter what system it's on for the most part. Um, and you always, you know, I want everybody to have good games, but I feel like Microsoft is a little behind this generation, behind the PS4 and now the Switch. Uh, so they, do, I think they need to do something. Um, even though yeah. they, they have, like, the most powerful console out right now with, with the Scorpio. Uh, You're totally mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they they need some like first party titles to get yeah. people kind of back into to what they've got going on there. So. Well, there's rumblings of a Fable 4. <laughs> I bet there are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and there's a uh, there's already a dedicated studio. The the guys that do the Forza series, the racing series, they're actually doing it. That doesn't make much sense, but okay. I know, me either, but we'll see. I mean, it so, so, be so, worse so, than so Lionhead. Pe- so Peter Molyneux not having anything to do with it? Or Molyneux, yeah, nothing, nothing's pronounced? Nothing. Hmm. Weird. They already torpedoed the whole game. They were going to have that uh, like online sort of table game. They got axed. Uh, yeah, like a couple yeah. years ago. Anyway, uh, anything else, Alex? Nope. All right. That's it. Uh, Jeff? A couple things. And speaking of video games, I saw on the elevator day, we had those little stupid screens. Like, Blizzard made like $2 billion or $4 billion just off of microtransactions last year. Yep. God, oh, that's ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. Hearthstone, so- Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> um... Wow. And Diablo 2. Diablo, yeah. yeah. Diablo 3. Oh. 
World of Warcraft. I don't know, we just name it all the Blizzard. Well, yeah, no, I, 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 I thought it was only the first two, then I was like, oh, yeah, what Warcraft does, and then, oh, yes. That. I, I think, like, Star, Star, StarCraft's, like, the other one that doesn't really... Yeah, but that one's coming up. There's a new one's coming out, right? StarCraft, what are you doing here? <laughs> Lost Vikings. <laughs> anyway. Ease off on your main uh, thruster. The Han Solo trailer came out. Eh, it looked all right. Whatever. I mean, it looked with Star Wars. I'm not going to like it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, there was one other thing. I don't know. Oh, but um, I don't know if we talked about that. I think we brought up the, how Movie Pass dropped to ten dollars a month. So I got that. So I might be watching more movies now. Okay. So so how does oh, it work exactly, it Jeff? Works. Uh, I, well, I'm about to find out. Um, apparently, I get this card and I register with my phone, and then I walk to a movie theater, and then I have to be within like a hundred feet of the movie theater, and then I I order it through the app, and then I have to go to the ticket booth, and they give me the ticket. So, so, I, but I mean, like, how much do you get out of your ten dollars, like per month or year, whatever cases? You get to see one movie a day, and it's ten dollars a month. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. So yeah, technically. I can see 30, 31 movies. <laughs> 28, for, don't you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or uh, for $10 a month. Now, obviously, I guess they're hoping that it turns in like a gym membership and you pay and you don't go, but... And, can set, and you buy concessions while you're there. Yeah, but MoviePass yeah. doesn't get that money, though. It's like, from what I was reading, MoviePass pays the movie theater full price for the ticket. And so the movie theater, like, the movie theaters, I don't care, I get your money. But then I also heard like now they're now they're trying to stiff arm the movie theater, saying, "Hey, we're bringing you all this business. You need to give us some of the concessions." But that's yeah. as of right now, that's not it. So hmm. I'd give it a shot. I mean, for ten dollars a month, I can try that for a little bit. Yeah, I should. I should <laughs> and see. By the time I would do it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. We got wraps things right, up. Uh, <laughs> Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.